0: 7th day of 2022, there are 278 days left in the year. Good morning, this is MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's country station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth and the country How long will it stay cold? We'll talk about that And the final four is set That and a whole lot more coming up today Here on In The No Settling into my left Rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire The bomb. is my beautiful wife The beautiful girl It's me Good morning, sweetheart Good morning How are you doing?
1: I'm good but I have so many
0: questions So many questions? Yeah. Okay, are we going to get to all of them today? I mean, so only a one hour show So many oh. that we can't fit into a short period of time Well,
1: you dropped the show I have but... a question
0: for you What's your favorite vegetable? Oh We identified on Friday You said mashed potatoes would be the thing you wanted to eat the most of But favorite vegetables of the green variety? What's your favorite?
1: Um Oh, that's hard Zucchini, maybe. Zucchini, all right. That's a fair answer.
0: Broccoli is the most uh, popular answer. Uh, Broccoli was at the top. Broccoli and carrots are the favorite vegetables in the U.S. Spinach rounded out the top three. And then all other green vegetables probably come in after that. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley. And us. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Uh, Good. How are you? I'm I'm, sort of a little bit curious, looking to see if you're exhausted from all the birthday partying that you did over the weekend. Looks like, I don't know, did you get the proper amount of rest and did you behave yourself for your birthday (laughs) celebration? I didn't do anything. You sat on the couch?
2: Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. I I knocked out... uh, some chores on saturday yeah uh, i mean nothing nothing too exciting whatsoever
0: okay well, i didn't know i mean you i knew that's what you said you were planning to do but i thought maybe you know you may get a sudden last minute invitation to have a big birthday blowout and you know go i don't know frisbee disc golfing or something wild and crazy like that i, did, I didn't know no uh,
2: i i did that once and it didn't end well yeah more more just not that (laughs) anybody got hurt or something it was more just i am not good at frisbee golf
0: you did not excel at it. i think you have to do it more than once to get good well at it. It, was bad, it was bad it was bad enough
2: that i think my friend said something along the lines of that you know it's like you you might need to find something else oh and, hobby.
0: and my guess is probably because it was the courses are set up incorrectly for you because you're, yep. a, you're a left-handed disc golfer just well, like the I course am.
2: that we went to in in, in northern Kentucky is known as one of the toughest courses like in the
0: world okay yeah you don't so. start playing golf at valhalla you you know you yeah play. i think in a way we went
2: to the valhalla
0: of frisbee <laughs> Be golf.
1: So, tough course, left-handed.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it was doomed. You were doomed from the start. Yes, it wasn't great. Uh, chilly sunshine again today is what you can expect. If you can hold on until Wednesday, you may see some record warmth. A forecast high of 80 on Wednesday. It's a warm front tomorrow night. We'll warm temperatures up into Wednesday to allow for near record warmth. That bonus will come with lots of wind, though, throughout the day. A period of strong thunderstorms is expected Wednesday night into Thursday, so just be aware of that. We'll let you know as we get a little bit closer to that uh, time window. We'll see afternoon clouds today. No chance of rain, a high of 51, cloudy tonight, low of 35. And mostly cloudy and 56 for tomorrow, so we'll stair-step up. We'll stay in the 40s today, I think, most of the day. If we get above 50, it'll just be for a brief period of time before it goes the other direction. 80 uh, for your high on uh, Wednesday. And then back into the mid to upper 50s and maybe lower 60s for the next 10 days or so. So that uh, Wednesday is going to be a blip on the radar. Don't get used to it because we'll come back down to normal for the first few days of april and into spring break Uh, ukrainian president vladimir zelensky accused the west of cowardice yesterday while another top official said russia was trying to split the nation into two like north korea and south korea zelensky made an exasperated plea for fighter jets and tanks to help defund his country from russia's invading troops Russia now says its main focus is on taking control of the Eastern Donbas region, an apparent pullback from its earlier, more expansive goals, but one which is raising fears of a divided Ukraine. One of the things Ukraine is offering to do is to hold a referendum if uh, if Russia will will get out of Ukraine. Zelensky and the rest of the Ukrainian government have uh, said that they will allow for a referendum voting of the of Ukrainian people to decide whether they will or will not um, get out of NATO. I mean, right now, it looks like Ukraine is headed to become a member of NATO, and that's what, that's what Putin doesn't want because he doesn't want NATO knocking at his front door. But also, Russia is now because their tactics, their success didn't go the way that they expected that it would. Now they're trying to change the narrative and say, "Well, we were only really interested in Eastern Ukraine to begin with." So really, if we can just walk away with that, then we'll be happy. It's it's a it's a throwback to East Germany. West Germany is is, is basically of what it is, and then that went away during the collapse of the Soviet Union. So it's uh, you know it's all gamesmanship and geopolitical maneuvering over there uh president biden finding no respite at home after returning from europe even though his talk his talk tough uh, his tough talk on um on russia and he's you know on the precipice of seating katanji brown jackson to the supreme court his um his slim 34 percent of americans think he's doing a good job handling the economy which is usually the number one issue because it affects all americans no matter what they do so he um it's um tough sledding for the um for the biden administration right now in this picture we've all
2: done this walk after a long trip you know that walk (laughs) of like you're walking back to it's like oh
0: trying to drag (laughs) back of course he did a whirlwind did a barnstorming tour around europe and then Made it, back to, uh, made it back to terra firma here in the U.S. And then this headline, I didn't see any of this on the uh, Saturday, Sunday morning talk shows yesterday, but U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken yesterday sought to reassure a wary Israel and its Gulf Arab allies that the Biden administration is committed to their security ahead of the possible renewal of global power's international nuclear deal with Iran. So in case there was any doubt that we're living in a third Barack Obama term, this goes ahead and confirms it by trying to renew the Iran nuclear deal. is basically a throwback to what uh, John Kerry tried to do during the Barack Obama administration. So uh, obviously it has, it has uh, Israel on edge about uh, the Iranians. All right, closer to home, the athletic director at Muhlenberg County High School has, is facing harassment charges related to a student. Don't know any of the details. Don't um, All the particulars we know is uh, this. It says, Athletic Director Jerry Hancock has been charged with two counts of harassment after being accused of unwanted physical contact with a student during a school sport activity on November 30, back in 2021. The incident uh, is uh, was reported last Wednesday, but um, is uh, being looked into. Don't know any of the details on that or what led to it. Just passing along exactly how much we know. Uh, Republican Attorney General Daniel Cameron signaled yesterday that he's keeping his options open for Kentucky's 2023 election, tantalizingly adding more suspense to the evolving GOP competition to pick a challenger who will um, face Governor Bashir uh, late next year in November, have to have a primary in spring of next year, and so the jockeying continues for who may be in and who may be out. You know he's uh, he's had a remarkable career. Former counsel to uh, U.S. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell. He's from uh, Hardin County. Uh, he was elected the first black attorney general in Kentucky for twenty in twenty nineteen. Kind of a rising star of uh, GOP politics. But during an interview, kind of kind of got toward the end of his interview. He was asked if he was uh, he was asked if he was going to re- seek reelection for the attorney general's office, and he said he intended to be on the ballot. And then Bill Bryant kind of circled back and said, "Wait, you didn't say anything about the attorney general's office." And he said that they were just continuing to keep their options open on, you know, what was possible. So that's kind of an inkling that, you know, they may be trying to anticipate what a gubernatorial run looks like. Now, um, you know, state auditor Mike Harmon uh, has already entered the race, and I, I appreciate Mike Harmon what he does. I don't think he's, I don't think he'll become Kentucky's governor. Um, I think he does a good job doing what he does. I just don't think that he's got the. He
2: looks like an auditor. Yeah, and I'm not if sure he has was, the. I'm not a,
0: sure he has the charisma to, to carry statewide election uh, at at a higher cabinet than his cabinet office. He may prove me wrong, and uh, he's free. He's free to do that. But he's the only one that's officially in. But then you've got a really diverse group. You got Kelly Craft, former UN ambassador. Um,
2: she's got a little bit of money. Pondering
0: too. a bid, uh, independently wealthy, uh, so could you know fund her campaign successfully? I think she's highly regarded as well. I think she's from Glasgow, correct? Um, so you know she. She can play out in the rural parts of the state. She can obviously uh, stay in the rooms with the movers and shakers, you know, in the more metropolitan areas. Then you've got, you know, Ag Commissioner Ryan Quarles, who I've always thought the Ag Commissioner's office was just a pathway to his run for governor. Then you've got also uh, State Senator Max Wise and State Representative Savannah Maddox, Savannah Maddox, who are all – that's a very crowded race. I don't think they can all get in. And so it's just. Are are you not in? No, I'm not in. I've decided to stay out this time. Um, (laughs) If if Cameron got into the race, it would create kind of a, I mean, you you could find somebody to fit all of your political taste in that regard. I kind of think if you look at that, I kind of I kind of think of Kelly Craft as the Trump esque type of candidate in this, independently wealthy you know, has, uh, has, uh, is widely known, not just in Kentucky, but around the world, United Nations ambassador, educated, you know, ed- 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 educated, etc. cetera, yes. very successful. So it's that type of, is that the, is that the direction that Kentucky wants to go? Or do you want someone like a Quarles who is a, I won't say he's a Jamie Comer knockoff because he, he that's, that's not what I'm trying to say, but Ryan Quarles would have taken a similar path to the governor's race that Jamie Comer took to the governor's race back during the Bevin and Hal Heiner and that that race. So then you've got, you know, then you've got some others. Then if you want Cameron in, if you want a disciple of uh, Mitch McConnell in there, then so you've got all the different factions represented, but I don't think it's going to be a five person race think it'll have to get sorted down to Don't you think Daniel
2: Cameron runs for reelection for AG and then runs for Senate when and this is
0: it for McConnell? I think Daniel Cameron serves I think I think Daniel Cameron serves Kentucky better in Washington than in Frankfurt in the long run. That's what I think. I don't know. So uh, I just I I don't see a day I see a time or a season where Daniel Cameron it, it may require the governor's office first, but I do see a time when Daniel Cameron represents Kentucky in Washington in some capacity. That's what, uh, that's what I would make of it. Lawmakers would make the uh, death penalty off limits for some defendants diagnosed with severe mental illnesses under a bill that won final legislative approval Friday. The Senate voted 25 to 9 to send the measure to Governor Bashir, capping a long effort uh, led by death penalty opponents to restrict the use of capital punishment. Another proposal that crossed the finish line after some languishing for years requires future constables and deputy constables to attain training and law enforcement certification before wielding police powers. The Bill 1 final, Senate passage 2311. will go over to the governor's desk. It does not look like, it looks like, uh, it does not look like sports gambling or medical marijuana are going to make it out of the Senate. And it's um, probably by design. There, those two things are Which, popular in the house, and they go over there, and they just kind of just get lost. I
2: agree with with what Matt Jones says: is put it up to a vote, and if you vote it down, then you vote it down. You know, that's 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 what politics is supposed to be.
0: Yeah, at least give people a chance. You know, the people rep- you know representing us to decide, and that's the other thing too. Is that I was thinking about it yesterday. It's in the title: you're representing your district. You you are not necessarily going up there with your political ideology, whether it's to Frankfurt or whether it's to Washington, and just saying, here's my take on things, and this is the way that I'm going to vote. You are representing your constituents, and by talking with and hearing from them, then you kind of have to make your decisions to represent what they would want you to do within that legislative body. And I think that that gets overlooked sometimes. I think it's, I think we, quickly lose track of uh, of that fact. But lawmakers are scheduled to be in session tomorrow and Wednesday. They will not gavel into session today. Then they're going to take a bit of an extended break to give the governor time to review bills and decide which ones to veto. They're holding some days in their pocket for veto override if they need. On that constable's bill, one of the things I hadn't... I know it's long been talked about. It's even been considered, been considered to uh, abolish the office of constable just because of the potential uh, liabilities and pitfalls that can come with not having people who are are functioning as law enforcement officers but don't necessarily have the proper experience or, the, more importantly, the training to do it. Ralph Alvarado, Dr. Ralph Alvarado, said... Uh, that by by only allowing X number of slots for training, like if they don't allocate and create a function to get constables trained before or immediately after the office there, you, you by creating that layer of hardship, then you are tantamount to abolishing the office because it 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 gets hard to get momentum and get those things taken care of. So I hadn't really considered that aspect of it. I still think it's... For me, I think it's extremely important that if anyone is carrying a badge of any kind, or has powers to pull someone over or arrest someone, I I would prefer they be trained. That's even that, just a little bit. That's just that's just me. Um, that that that's just me. <laughs> the Greater Hardin County Narcotics Task Force intercepted ten million dollars in marijuana bound for Bardstown. That's a big number. Um, a former East Kentucky deputy judge executive indicted for stealing thousands of dollars from an animal shelter. Okay, you can read about that at k105.com as well. And um, Governor Bashir did sign a bill ordering a replacement of the KSU, Kentucky State University Board of Regents. So that's going to happen as well. I saw where uh, three Kentucky... Women who are part of the NCAA basketball team, uh, Kyra Elsey's squad, have entered the transfer portal. Uh, Dre Edwards, Treasure Hunt, and Jasmine Massengill have all entered the NCAA transfer portal after helping the Wildcats complete a remarkable turnaround in their first women's basketball SEC tournament title in 40 years. Sam, what would you make of uh, these three ladies entering the transfer portal? Does it explain some of the problems they had mid-season or what do you think?
2: It raises eyebrows. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. I'm not really sure what to what to think of it because I don't know. I I I don't know. It it's it's definitely something that when you see it you're like, hmm.
0: You know, Kyra Elzey was on SEC Now with Alyssa Lang the other day. Uh, on Saturday, and basically, you know, had to address it because she was already scheduled. That she was just trying to draw attention to the signees that she has, mm-hmm. and, and they get a big commitment coming over the into weekend. the program. So I don't know what to, I don't know what to make of that. Kansas has uh, raced past Miami in the second half, reaches their 16th Final Four. Sam, the Final Four bracket just feels to me like. The Blue Bloods were invited to the party, and Kentucky couldn't close the deal and get there. Of course, if Kentucky gets there... Is there really a Blue Bloods, though, if St. Peter's doesn't make it? Carolina does not. Um, And is Villanova vying for a Blue blood spot now? I mean, they've been the best.
2: They've had two two titles since Kentucky won their last one. Yeah, the
0: pathway has just really opened up. I mean, I guess the pathway was there all along, but uh, it's kind of Dukes for the taking, but... Carolina and Duke. Let's go Carolina. I mean... mean, That is the
2: lesser of two evils.
0: Yeah, I I guess... I guess I just don't want to see Coach K walk away with the hardware. So whoever it takes, to well, turn go. to let's, turn that away, I'm for them.
2: Listen, I, I got a cousin on uh, North Carolina's dance team or something. I'll, I'll go go talk. I'll be <laughs> cheered for her. Listen, <laughs> my best friend is from North Carolina. There so. we go. See, good enough All reason. Right.
0: Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on the middle. Day. All right. today is also children's picture book day have you read the butt book yet um, well the butt book has made its debut at home but i don't think it's technically been read okay. Okay. Or at least i've not heard it um of course you know i always like when i was a kid we really like my sisters and i really liked hop on pop i don't i don't know why um I do like um, Oh, the Places You'll Go is one of my favorite Dr. Seuss books, especially to read. Green eggs and ham. On the times that I have done uh, Read Across America, and I get to choose Oh, the Places You'll Go because it's full of optimism. and, But it's got some realism in there as well. But I will admit, later in the in the latter portions of Oh, the Places You'll Go, it gets bogged down. Oh, the Places You'll Go is just a little bit too long.
1: It is. Well, and... Eh. For a small child, mm-hmm. it's a little bit too much.
0: Yeah, it's a little too heavy. Yeah, but um, it's I, a
1: good graduation gift. It is. Yeah. When you're older, but when you're little, it's it's a little bit much.
0: I'll also say that I, even though I'd never read it before, I still enjoyed my time recently <laughs> when I read Alea. If I ran the zoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's some things in there that I didn't know exist. Now, there's some, there's some landmines in there that you've got to work around in 2022, but that's just you know, that's just the way it's going to be. I think any Dr. Seuss perhaps can be that way.
1: He did a great job.
0: And then the March of Kindness is continuing today. Today is one of those, um, maybe one that requires a little more creativity as far as the execution goes. It's leave a happy note in a random place for someone to find. Oh. Leave a happy note in a random place for someone to find is today's uh, act in the March of Kindness. So,
1: I actually miss my opportunity this morning.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, one of the bad things is learning about these too late, you know, because mm-hmm. they're your morning opportunities. But, um, I mean, that's why you need to make notes. Not you specifically, but all of us need to make notes because back at the beginning, we, we gave you all of the days. Uh-huh. And so, don't say we didn't. And it's tell almost,
1: you.
2: it's almost done.
0: Yeah, we just got what three more days after today. Well,
1: and so I put two rice krispie treats in her
0: mm-hmm.
2: backpack for sweet treat day on well, Friday.
1: <laughs> well, snack or whatever she did them for
0: today. Yeah. Oh,
1: but well, they have a spot that you can write on.
0: Yeah, the new rice krispie treats packaging yeah. have a little window and I on did. there. Okay, leave a note. Uh, here are. Um, tweets about marriage we haven't done the weekend funny tweets in a while here are some funny tweets about marriage you may not find them funny because they may hit too close to home uh, again these are from twitter these are not mine so this uh, is it's not an not an indictment of my life experience spaced mom says marriage is just your spouse perpetually standing in front of the kitchen drawer or cabinet you need to open <laughs> Is it is hard to stay out of the way. <laughs> you never quite know where someone might be going. The dancing act. It is a it is a ballet that's uh, required. Simon Holland says, My wife gets mad at me if we put the milk back in the fridge with only one sip left, which is weird based on all her ninety-six percent empty shampoo bottles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm. Moderately <laughs> It is odd. It is isn't. It is an inconsistent take, I will say. Moderately, Mom says, sorry we're late. My husband had to drive around the parking lot five times till he found a spot he liked. That yeah. could happen. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm not sure I'm in that. Are you in that? Well, I'm more of first
2: one open, it's mine. Unless it's raining or... I, I guess, but then again, I'm, I'm not having to lug kids...
0: Well, okay, so let me explain it this way. Here's what maybe most people – there are very few people who would ever observe my scrutiny of parking place because I drop everyone at the door. Okay. So wherever the door is that we're going in, I drop people there. And say, and then you don't have I'll, to listen I'll to go Park. And He's
1: then, that nice guy. Well, I'm
0: not. I'm not avoiding having to listen to anyone, but they're just not there with me while I'm doing my deliberation. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Oh, that's a big wide truck. Yeah, that's a door ding waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to drive up on the curb. That person can't park straight. Can't and park I, next to the cart
2: carousel. That's too. right.
0: I will normally park further away and mm-hmm. walk more just to get into a less populated parking area. Especially if I've dropped everyone off at the door and I will go get the vehicle and pick everyone up at the door. He
1: always picks us back
0: up. I'll walk the extra distance, and that just makes it easier for everyone involved. Uh, Jawbreaker says, why throw it in the hamper when I can throw it on a chair that's two feet away from my hamper, (laughs) according to the husband? That's what mom says people do. Um, That mom, though, says my husband keeps telling me I have too many clothes. Like a man who doesn't want to be a husband anymore. (laughs) Um, Jesse says, husband sneezes. Me, bless you. Husband sneezes again. Me, I can't live like this. (laughs) It is hard to know. You know, even has just been witnessed on the show in the last few minutes. I'm married to a sneezer.
1: I can't help it. So
0: usually she gets one blanket. God bless you.
1: And I'm cool with that.
0: And then that she knows that blanket. God bless yes. you. Applies to all subsequent sneezes.
1: Yes. Like
0: I got it. I got it covered. I'm acknowledging it. We're moving on. So when you're 20 sneezes later.
1: And I never sorry, know still if still it's going to be one. I've still got the blessings. Five, ten. I don't know. <laughs>
0: And then E says, after twenty two years, my best marriage advice is don't marry someone who sets his two phones and alarm clock to go off five minute intervals and then always hit snooze for at least an hour. <laughs> that alarm clock and phones would be in the front yard. I believe that's what would happen. One one is sufficient. No. You need multiple?
2: Oh well it's it's like a, a war zone in the morning.
0: Really, you have uh-huh. you're a multiple
2: alarm person. Yeah, my Alexa and my phone.
0: Okay.
1: Well, I used to be, but <laughs> he kind of.
0: So, for a long time, our where we lived, beca- it was not uncommon that the cell phone tower that our phones would use would actually be in Eastview, which would be mm-hmm. an hour ahead. So, I would not, I would not chance the alarm going off an hour early.
2: Well, I better. Early than late.
0: Well, better, but not fun. No. <laughs> I mean... Really? Better, better for being on time, bad for losing an what, hour of What, would you rather be
2: leaving in, living That's in Eastview and it pick up to Grayson County?
0: Mm, well, yeah. that, I don't think it happens that way. <laughs> I don't think it happens in reverse. Uh, go ahead and write this down. Colostrum is the gut health supplement you're about to see everywhere. Well, We're, we're just on this march. There's always something new and innovative that we've got to add to. What is it? Colostrum.
2: You don't
0: know what? No. I didn't know what colostrum was until really? this morning. No. Uh, so here, uh, colostrum is a supplement that <laughs> comes like from, the, from the milk produced by all mammals within the first two to four days after giving birth. That's why the idea of mother's milk or first milk it's so important. It provides newborns with high quantities of bioavailable vitamins, minerals, and immunoglobins. Immunoglobulins. So it's just
2: high-powered milk.
0: I guess.
1: It's the first milk from lactating mothers, uh, okay. mammals.
0: Right. And so here are the things that it can provide. Better immunity, improved gut health, muscle recovery, reduced inflammation, skin health. It is probably going to come in the form of like a protein mix. Mm-hmm. It's going to be powdered, and it's typically a flavorless powder you can dump into water or into your smoothie. So, but it's gaining ground on commercially available. So just be prepared that you're going to hear about it. Uh, it is something you take every day. You can take every day, they say, and you will still need other uh, supplements. This is not a one. Si- this is not a cure all. And the people that it can be can have side effects are people with obviously milk allergies. So that would make probably make sense. That would make sense. So anyway, I'm just giving you a heads up. There is a new Snickerdoodle Pop-Tart set to debut in May of 2022. (laughs) Snickerdoodle Pop-Tarts feature a cookie pastry hybrid that combines a Snickerdoodle flavoring filling with a crunchy cinnamon sugar topping. The latest flavor will join the brand's growing cookie lineup, which includes frosted chocolate chip Pop-Tarts and uh, cookies and cream. I do like Snickerdoodles.
2: Not my my absolute favorite, but it's not the worst one by any means. I'll take a Snickerdoodle over an oatmeal raisin any day of the week.
0: My life experience.
2: Any day of the week.
0: um, As will I, by the way. Uh, I my life my life experience with Snickerdoodles is limited to one uh, Teresa Buckles uh, Tita Mama was the um, was the Snickerdoodle queen and I I must admit it was they were a nice change of pace but there was always some little even a dash of disappointment. When you went through the kitchen and there they were all out on the counter, <laughs> they, like the wax paper is out there and here are, and it's like, you knew it was close to Christmas. She didn't make them in May, but so these were a holiday thing. And while they were good, there were still some level of, I wish it had been chocolate chip. But
2: here's here's the the thing with Snickerdoodle. So at least when you see the Snickerdoodle, you know what you're getting. That's true. To me, the oatmeal raisin is the one that's even worse because there's nothing worse than getting an oatmeal raisin, expecting it to be oatmeal chocolate chip. You know, expecting it to be a chocolate chip and taking a bite and it being a raisin. I mean, that is.
0: There can be some things hiding in there. Yes. In the oatmeal and raisin, you there know. be which, some things. When you get
2: the Snickerdoodle, you know what's coming. That's true.
0: Snickerdoodle is pretty much just straight apparently. up. It's sugar cookie and cinnamon. That's yes. what it is. And
2: apparently Joey Snyder's is a fan. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh, Wiener Schnitzel adds new mini corn dogs topped with chili and cheese. Huh? I didn't know this was even a brand. I didn't know that. I thought it was a thing. I thought uh, Wiener Schnitzel was a, and I think that it is, but apparently there's some food company that's got a brand called Wiener Schnitzel or Wiener Schnitzel and they have added new uh they've got their classic, their chili cheese and their barbecue chili cheese. I guess I would try the chili cheese. I mean, I like corn dogs. I, I,
1: yeah. I
0: definitely would. Mini corn dog day for lunch at school was always
2: one of the best days.
0: Uh yeah, so that's goes to show you how old I am. We we had not perfected. We have not even we had not even evolved into the corn dog technically into the mini corn dog world oh no corn dogs were definitely a thing uh-huh. and and we were where where we were swimming in those days we were trying to make corn dogs bigger and we were trying to make hot dogs bigger like the foot long hot dog was yeah. coming into its prime i do like the foot long hot dog mid to late 70s like those are. we hadn't gone mini we hadn't. We weren't going the mini direction. We were going the bigger. Cars were bigger. Hair was bigger. Like we we we, we, we 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 weren't going mini anything. We were going make it as big as you possibly can be. So it's the future generations that learned that uh, mini corn dogs might have something to uh, offer. So, but it looks good with the chili on there. I, I'll give it a try. Or I could take the corn dogs we have in our freezer. Dump some chili we have in our pantry and make my very own. So,
1: we have shredded cheese in the Absolutely. fridge.
0: We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Yes, we'll talk about the Oscars coming up here on In the Night. Did you know? The first baseball caps were made of straw. <laughs> so, Sam, wouldn't it be awesome if New Era came out with their true vintage collection and they issued some straw baseball caps?
2: I don't know that I would purchase one. I have yes, a lot of. hats. Would. Yes, you, you would. Yes, you would. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> you I would.
0: Even you, if
1: you did, not I would probably <laughs> buy one for you. My I'm dad was My
0: dad I remember mm-hmm. when my dad got into he got for a while he got into collecting the minor league baseball team mm-hmm. hats, you know, so to see those fitted caps come in from around the country that, you know, you heard of you heard of a lot of AAA teams, but there even you know oh, in yeah. the 80s and 90s there were some really Unique minor league the, baseball the teams, Trash
2: Pandas, as yeah, well. all no, those various ones. So it's just
0: neat to see them, and especially on display. I'd like to see like a whole shelf of straw baseball caps mm-hmm. that uh, New Era put out. It wouldn't be there. It wouldn't be there. You know, their their collections are all numbered, aren't they? Yeah. The uh, Lost City, as we predicted on Friday, dethroned the Batman. At the box office with a $31 million debut. The Batman still did $20.5 million. But this um, Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Brad Pitt, Daniel Radcliffe movie uh, posted $31 million and walked away the winner. The Rise, Roar, and Revolt was at three. Uncharted was at four. Jiu-Jitsu Kaizen at five. And then on down the list from there. So our prophecy panned out. All right. I didn't see it last night cuz I didn't watch any of the Oscars. But I woke up and the first thing I wake up to oh, and dear. is I'm hearing the 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 quote like I'm hearing I'm hearing Will Smith actuality on Fox News and I'm what happened? And so you know as I'm like
1: and I'm walking through know, with a towel. Thing, what, on. what? I'm what,
0: like, "What? What what happened?" And so I have only seen it once. Mm-hmm. But I've heard about it several times this morning. So I I really I really don't want to spend a whole lot of time backtracking because you've surely heard about it by now. But Chris Rock was presenting. He told a joke about Jada. Will is in the front row. He gets up and goes and slaps Chris Rock, mm-hmm. and then goes and sits back down. And then Chris continues on with his presenting, and he basically crying out, "Keep keep my wife's name out your mouth," et etc. Cetera, et cetera. And then he he restates he, he restates he, he, he it. He added again. a few. He uses some colorful language <laughs> and goes on. Then thirty minutes later, he wins the Oscar for you know uh, best actor for his portrayal in King Richard, which I happen to watch Saturday night. So. Was know, it good. My weekend's been full of full of Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was it was a really good movie, and I like I really like Venus and Serena, and so it was it was fun to see uh, it was fun to see the perspective from that side.
1: So I was kind of with Gail this morning. Yeah, I thought that that was going to be a bit. I, I think
0: I, it is. I, th- I think it is a bit. And I think, well, it, and
2: here's here's the reason why I think it is is because, <clears throat> and, and I can put it this way. If that had not happened, would you have probably even mentioned the Oscars on the show today? You might have touched on it a little bit, but you would not have spent the two or three minutes probably that we've already spent on it. But now when you woke up the, this morning, what's the only thing you're seeing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that they knew that, that that's two recognizable faces. I, I think it was staged.
1: And I was kind of with Gail in the way that, and I was standing there, in my, again, getting ready, but.
0: I, in a world where the only currency that celebrities have to turn currency into actual currency that can afford their homes and their travel and their lifestyles is attention. They are, at their very core, attention seekers. Relevancy, Everything yeah. they do is to gain attention. It, it It's their ability to deliver at the box office. It's their followers on Instagram. It's their on and on and on and on and on. We are, we are celebrity obsessed. Here are a couple things going on here. Will Smith is a better actor than Chris Rock.
1: But I would have loved to have seen camera D, but D, C, E, F, G, like as far as the smack.
2: Chris Rock also is, I mean, more known
0: as a comedian. He is, but if you, there's just something and about listen, hey, Chris Rock. Acted Chris Rock was in, in
2: one of my favorite childhood movies, Madagascar. Okay. Oh. Well, that's, so he's a
0: good voice actor. That's good. But from a, he, he he did not sell the slap as well as Will Smith delivered it. And I also think let's let's be honest. If I am somewhere at an award show and someone is speaking about her. To the level that I'm infuriated about it I am not going to walk up to them And slap them I'm going to punch them There, th- There is something mm-hmm. about the slap mm-hmm. That says to me This was agreed to ahead of time Whether Absolutely. the Oscars knew it or not Because I,
1: she has already said Out loud right? She chose to do this She has owned this
2: And I, I saw I saw a freeze frame like, right before when Will Smith, like, walked up there, Chris Rock kind of, like, grimaces. Like, it's almost like a, he he's going to he, hit he me. Knew yeah. He was knew was coming. He knew was coming. was coming. And it, it was kind of like one of those things that it, it, it looked like he was, he was just preparing for, unless either that or he just saw Will Smith coming up and saw the rage in his eyes and thought, uh-oh.
0: <laughs> well, then he, he didn't know what he was going to do, whether he was going to walk up and hug him or punch him. I'm just telling you, a slap is not something that men do. No, a, if if you if you have gonna, if you have called if you have questioned the honor more of my a, wife, more I'm likely not, a shove or something, shove, push, whatever. But did you also notice there was? I mean, nobody went to anybody's defense. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody moved. It was just everybody thought these that room is full of actors. Mm-hmm. That room is full of people. But then there was
2: a, a clip off stage of I think it was Denzel Washington, and and somebody else was like. Talking to Will Smith after it happened, and it almost made it look like that they were like, "Hey, you need to calm down," kind of thing. Like it was almost legitimate.
0: I think that Will Smith and Chris Rock are in on the gag, mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. Now I there, do believe there that. might not be anyone else that's mm-hmm. in on it, but those two are. And maybe. And here we
1: are talking. Maybe about it, it, like it will bump.
0: Well, that's we're talking about it, but I don't know that it bumps the ratings for the Oscars next mm-hmm. year. It'll have some like, well, who's going to get slapped this year? But it's not going to really change it for, for me.
2: Well, I know that when I saw it come through on Twitter, <laughs> well, I almost turned it on. <laughs> and and I wasn't going to watch. I mean, I'm not sure I've ever watched a minute of the Oscars in my life.
1: Well, and so as far as security, so Will Smith getting up, there is nobody anywhere that is going to keep him from walking Will up. Smith.
0: Will but Smith can do whatever he wants. They've changed the dynamics because in that new theater – they're sitting at, they've done that like the Golden Globes where they're they're not exactly in the old theater style seats where they're row after row after row. There are small tables for the major nominees gathered in the front and then they get into the row. So the whole thing, the whole set is part of a, it's a set piece. Like it's just, all, they're all there. But so. that's
1: what I'm saying. So, I mean, there would be a big guy somewhere You would hope. close before he would get. On stage, I think those people are,
0: those people are stationed at the doors. Though they're controlling who comes in, in, in and out of the room. I don't think they're necessarily policing the room. But uh, Coda made history with the Best Picture win, and it broke some Bur- records. Uh, Coda really good. Coda just helped Apple TV become the first streaming service to ever win the Best Picture award, which has really chapped Netflix. I mean, Netflix has been trying for. They were the first into the space. Everybody's been emulating them and following them. And so now Apple TV ends up with the best picture, uh, the first one for that. So that's kind of like See, Netflix though. over the going, weekend. Oh, I hadn't oh, 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 oh.
2: heard of this movie, so I watched the trailer for mm-hmm. it, and I thought, well, that actually looks pretty good.
0: So it's the first primarily deaf cast mm-hmm. to win. Uh, Marley Matlin is in, and it. it's a it's a pretty good uh, it's a. Pretty good movie, and then the other big news of the weekend, I guess, from the entertainment uh, area, is the fact that uh, Taylor Hawkins, Foo Fighter drummer, dies at age was it fifty or 51, fifty one? At age fifty, uh, I know him from um, I knew him from that documentary on Alanis Morissette. He was he was with he was her drummer when she was touring uh, after Jagged Little Pill, but um, they were getting ready to play in South America cardiovascular collapse is what the latest word is i don't know i don't know how that's induced or what all that uh, means necessarily but uh, taylor hawkins uh, foo fighters drummer has passed away passed away friday in bogota colombia gotta get to a break we'll come back finish it up for the morning here on in the note MB's point to ponder for today. What slang term these days do you find most annoying? What current slang term do you find most annoying? I don't know. I still don't know what chuggy means. Did I say that correctly, Sam? C H E U G Y. Chuggy, Jaggy, Chuggy. I'm not sure. We, we looked it up. You're speaking... Good. Well, so you Even don't know what it is. That's know. good. Well... Uh, How do you spell that? C-H-E-U-G-Y.
2: C-H-E-U...
0: Yeah. Uh, I I will tell you, I am aggravated at the huh. frequency in which goat is being used. I oh, that one, doesn't, I, that one I, doesn't bother me. Well, it doesn't bother me when it's used accurately, but... There there can only be one goat in a category, but you're, we're calling people goat for things that they are absolutely not the goat of mm-hmm. and not even metrics that you can decide someone is the greatest of all time. So it's just, I but, don't, I don't listen, like it.
1: I clearly do not pay that much attention
0: to slang, Uh bay, woke, ghosted. For me, <clears throat> adulting, adulting, that That's one, kind of that one,
2: that one drives me crazy. Okay. I don't know why. I just I, it makes me cringe. It's like I don't want to adult today. It's like I don't know. I'm so just, it, I don't know. It, I think that can be considered <laughs> a slang. Kids
0: now are using mid as slang. Something uh-huh. that's like that's yeah, yeah, that's mid um, sketch. They're calling something sketch. That's oh, that, that so one, that sketchy. Was, that I don't know that I mind that. When I'm just saying mm-hmm. these are some no of the more modern. So yeah, no. The more modern slang terms. But I, I, you. Goat is a very specific, the greatest of all time at something Mm -hmm. is an award or an accolade or an affirmation of something that it can't be, (laughs) oh, you made spaghetti, you're the goat at that. No, it's not.
1: If you're going to use that for me, it's going to actually have to be a goat.
0: (laughs) Okay. Because
1: I'm pretty sure that there's nothing else other than an actual goat that would work for me.
0: All right. On television this evening, American Idol, Hollywood Week. It's the genre challenge. Ooh. And then on Fox, it's the American Song Contest. Qualifiers continue to, uh, with the reveal of which three acts, will move on to the semifinals.
2: Cougar baseball against Ohio County, too. We get our first baseball game at oh, Don Lee Field.
0: Those soreheads. The Ohio uh, yep. County soreheads mm-hmm. are coming. You ever met anybody from Ohio Donley County? Don Lee Field, I have. I've met, <laughs> I've met a few soreheads. Uh, Today's highlight in history, this date in 1979, America's worst commercial nuclear accident occurred with a partial meltdown meltdown inside the Unit 2 reactor at Three Mile Island in uh, Middletown, Pennsylvania. In 1797, Nathaniel Briggs of New Hampshire received a patent for a washing machine, and for that, we thank you. Yes. In 1969, the 34th president, it beats beaten laundry on a rock. In the 1969, the 34th president of the United States, Dwight D. Eisenhower, died in Washington at age 78. Rocky won Best Picture at the 49th Academy Awards. This date in 1977.
2: Just think, we could have been running up the Rocky steps this past
0: weekend. So, if Kentucky had had beaten uh, St. Pete's and advanced into yesterday's game against North Carolina, mm-hmm. would there have been an officiating change? Uh, yes. Yeah,
2: I can guarantee that.
0: <laughs> I
2: can guarantee that. that that man will never do another Kentucky.
0: You're game. confident John Higgins would not have been assigned. To well, when I saw that, I, I
2: did chuckle that you know he's and uh-huh. he had no impact on yesterday's uh-huh. game, but,
0: but uh. he's probably pulling for North Carolina still. Uh, birthdays today: Reba McIntyre, 67 today. I did see Reba McIntyre. That is funny. She was asked recently <laughs> that if her life ever became part of a biopic, if they made a movie about her, her life who she thought would do a good job playing her. And she said Dolly,
2: which I thought was funny. It's like, no, wait a minute.
0: I think we're going to have to have somebody younger than you mm-hmm. that can play you. I don't even know who would play She Reba. was
1: my first concert ever.
0: I'll tell you, Jessica Chastain did a pretty good job with Tammy Faye Baker. She might do a good job with Reba. Uh, rapper Salt from uh, Salt and Pepper is 56 today. Vince Vaughn is 52 you old Ooh. sailor, you! Uh, oh, Lady Gaga is thirty-six today. Oh, Vince Vaughn,
1: I love that. Wedding him. crashers,
0: my favorite. Uh, Gobin, I've forgotten. Marlon Perkins, born this date in nineteen oh five. Should I know who that is? Uh, Wild Kingdom, Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. He was a zoologist. So, yeah, you should not know who that is. but uh, he, he passed in 1986, Sam, if that gives you any indication. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit before my time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chart Toppers. This Answer date in 1954. Me, oh, Nat King Cole was a, a Mario Soul, and Mario Soul was a. Oh, that's maybe Old I'd King Cole, but, but I'm <laughs> mistaking him with. Tell me how I.
2: It's weird not hearing chestnuts roasting on an open fire when
0: he starts on that he Uh-huh. Him. He sings some non Christmas songs. But
2: that's just whenever
0: I hear him sing, that's what I think. The chiffon's number one in sixty-three Was he so fine. Too lang, too lang, too Lang.
1: What year? Uh, sixty-three. I think they were still playing that at the skating rink when I was like four. Probably. 1972,
0: Paul Simon, Mother and Child Reunion. So can I say I wish I liked Paul Simon more? When I hear some Paul Simon music, Mm -hmm. I think Paul Simon's pretty good, but I never think of Paul Simon. Are you going to describe him as mid? Well, he's more than mid, I guess, but I. I... Is he not the goat? He is not the goat. (laughs) He is definitely definitely not the goat. Ooh, Fab Five ready. Blondie, number one with Rapture in 1981. Cars from Mars. Some people will claim this was the first commercial rap song. Let's see if I can find that part. Do you know this song?
2: Flash is cool.
0: I mean, if that's not rap, what is it? Sounds like rap to me. Bill Collins, I wish it were brain down. Number one in 1990. All right, in '99, Mariah Carey. I still believe. Sarah Bareilles, "Love Song" in '08. Ed Sheeran, "Shape of You," number one five years ago today, in 2017. All right, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. More powerful than the will to win is the courage to begin. More powerful than the will to begin is the courage to begin. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B. I'm MB, and now you're in the know.